what is going on family this is jake taylor jacobs with the jake taylor jacobs show and today we're going to be talking about ownership versus godship we're going to be talking about ownership versus godship but before we get started you know that we always got to start off with some type of jam you know some type of jam and so we're going to jam to jamie woods to jump off the show and it's called hello morning by jamie woods Standing at the cusp of the rising sun Should I run to the horizon? Or should I flee while I still have a chance Before the light exposes what I'm not ready to let go of Somebody tell Brother Benek, stop calling into the show. He's messing up my, my flow, man. She say the morning comes every day. Can y'all get Brother Ben to stop? Just stop. Brother Ben, Brother Ben, stop. Stop 
Stop calling the show. You don't want to come to the studio today. You you want you wanted to you wanted to be at the house, okay? You don't want to come to the office, all right? So I need you to stop calling the show, messing up our flow. He said, uh, 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 it now look a little cricket, Amir. It look, it look, it looks slant. I'm talking about the, the, the stands down there. I don't know what you did, but it don't look straight. Brother Ben giving his critiques. He not at the show. He not at the show. Why he doing that to me? Uh, Brother Ben said, we need to have this good footage in the right frame. Is it in the right frame, Brother Ben? Huh? Huh? Giving producer producer notes. Is that good, Brother Ben? Huh? Is that good, Brother Ben? Huh? I want to put in the comments now, huh? I want to put in the comments. Maxine, you're absolutely right. Brother Ben is proud of his new studio. He misses it. His butt needs to be here at the studio. You, you got me managing and doing stuff that's out of my, what I say, department. This ain't in my department, Brother Ben. This ain't in my department. You got me running the department. That ain't in my department. Today, y'all, we got some good information to share with you today. We got a special guest that's going to call in and that's going to challenge some of the information that I've been giving y'all. And just know I stay ready. So I ain't got to get ready. Okay. I stay ready. So I ain't. see they, they, they say that they say that um, you don't have a belief until you can defend your belief. There will be people that challenge all the time. Y'all look at this. Look at that. Y'all see that brother Ben wants y'all to know he here. So I'm going to put him up live on the channel so you guys can see that brother ben may not be here may not be here physically but his twitter thumbs are okay he may not be here physically but his twitter thumbs are hey guys welcome to the jake taylor jake show where we teach you biblical principles to your financial problems and solutions we give you all types of information to help you be able to get yourself together because you got to get yourself together because i got somewhere to go and i'm when i get there everyone you know i gotta go oh okay here we go y'all see this let me let the people know what, what you're hounding me about y'all see what he hounded me about he hounded me Y'all see him hounding me. He hounded me. So, guys, like I said, this is Jake Taylor, Jake Show. I'm super duper excited to bring some information to you. We're going to have a guest come in who wants to challenge some of the stuff that that uh, I'm talking about. And he's he's saying some really mean stuff about me. Uh, and, and like I tell anybody, you know, if you, whatever belief that you have in regards to finances and money, all beliefs are different. Um, all, all beliefs are different. And, um, and uh, you know, just 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 show me the numbers. You know, a lot of people come to me. They come on the show or they post comments on the show or any of my videos that have went viral and they give me their emotions or their opinions. But they're not bringing me facts. See, when I show people, especially when I talk about becoming your own bank, especially when I talk about becoming your own private, you know, your own private banking system, especially when I talk about stop borrowing from the bank as your primary lender, especially when I talk about. 
Uh, don't look towards the stock as your first place that you store your cash. Uh, and, you know, they come with me over, uh, with opinion with what people said, and they have no research or no information on what they've actually researched for themselves. Because like I tell families, if you want to become the banking institution, you have to mimic the banking practices. And so it's easy to mimic the banking practices when you can go to their assets and liabilities ledger and see what they do with their money, where are they putting their reserves, where are they putting their cash, and how they are growing their cash equivalents equivalents um and uh and, and moving from there so i'm super duper excited to be talking to y'all today i'm super duper excited to be sharing with you the jake taylor jacob show is sponsored by abs brokers and the abs institute and we're also sponsored by the lord almighty g-o-d the bible says that jesus said that he can't uh, uh uh he's not trying to be a public figure because why he was talking to his brothers he said because i come to bring a condemning word I, I come to put fathers against mothers mothers against fathers sisters against brothers and it's against the norm that's what he said that's what he had set so if you do not have a belief where people are finding it to be a contradiction to their natural belief and you have backing and facts and proof of research don't cower away you stand up straight, 10 toes down, and you defend your belief. Because there's no such thing as a belief if you cannot defend it. No such thing. So there's a couple of books I want you guys to get. I want you to go get We Are Sick, Surviving Financial Cancer, where I statistically and scientifically prove how consumer debt is the number one cause of death in black America. In this book, I prove how consumer debt is the number one cause of death in black America. You can go to survivingfinancialcancer.com and get this book. I got another book coming out called I Am the Lender, where I'm showing you how to go from consumer to the lender in mind. And that book is going to be pretty, pretty good. There's another book I think that you should get. I'm not getting paid on it, but I'm going to let you know anyway. This is called, uh-uh. Hey, Amir, can you get uh, 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 the Nelson Nash book from... From Shandling, there's another book I want you to get. Oh, that's a great question, Sean. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, Sean, that's a, that's an amazing question, and I'm gonna address that. Okay, I'm gonna address that. Okay, and matter of fact, if you can, I want you to call into the show and ask that question live. Okay, so this book right here is called Become Becoming Your Own Banker, Fifth Edition by Nelson Nash. I want you to go get a copy of this book. That's the first book I want you to read uh, after my book. Then I want you to read Building Your Warehouse of Wealth by Nelson Nash. I want you to read that book. And then I want you to read The Case for IBC by Nelson Nash and some, like, academia people. Um, the Case for IBC. These are good books for you to um, actually study. If you study those books, you'll be just fine. There's a lot of people... You know, they, they uh, Maxine, did you get the book? And here's another book that you should purchase. It's called How Money Works. It has like beautiful pictures and stuff. It got beautiful pictures. Y'all see that? How Money Works. This book right here will give you basic understanding of how money works and its fullness. So uh, we have a question here that Brother Sean uh, Safford, you guys can always call into the show, um, that Brother Sean uh, Safford asked, he asked, Maxine said, you have to take the master class. It's a jewel. I'm, you know, that's what I'm telling him. I'm telling Maxine, I, I provide facts, research, and logic. So, uh, Sean, let me answer your question directly. Sean said, you want us to put our money in the whole life insurance, but we would have to pay monthly. Are we really growing our money by spending money? That is a great question. 
And it's funny that you have that kind of concept when it comes to uh, placing money, because when you're investing your money in real estate or businesses, you don't think of it as spending money. But what most people fail to realize, matter of fact, what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to let me see if I can if I know how to share my screen. Let me see if I can share my screen. My entire screen. Hold on one second. Okay, let's see if I can share my screen. Share my screen and let's see if you guys can hear my voice. Can you guys hear me still? Can you hear me and see my screen? Can you guys hear me and see my screen? Just want to make sure that you guys can hear me and see my screen. Because when people ask, they said, uh, I'm answering Sean's question. He said, you want us to put our money in whole life insurance, but we have to pay monthly. Are you really growing? Are we really growing our money by spending money? Let me know if you can see my screen. Can I, I, I want to show you something. I want to show you on the FDIC, on the FDIC, on the FDIC, we're going to look up a bank. We're going to look up a bank on the FDIC. We're going to look up a bank and we're going to do a detail in financial report, find a financial report. And we're going to see where the banks put their money. Somebody give me a name of a bank. We're doing this live. Somebody give me a name of a bank. Because when I tell people that we supposed to, to mimic the banking system, the banking system that everyone uh, likes to defend. What's going on, Daryl Johnson? Peace, brother. Peace. Uh, somebody give me a name of a bank. What bank name can we use? Maxine said we pay the bank monthly right now and they rob us. You absolutely do, Maxine. Because why? Because Maxine. We don't know no different. Direct deposit goes straight to the bank. So Wells Fargo, let's search Wells Fargo. Oh, I may be able to bring my teaching board in here. I'm, I'm going to yell at Amir. We're going to go to Wells Fargo Bank National Association. Um, Amir, do you think we can put our teaching board right here? Yeah. It's not going to fit. Dang, you know what I should have did? I should have in this wall, I should have cut out in this wall space for the board. No, 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 no. It's not going to it's not going to stick on here. OK, so we're going to look, look what this say. This says demographic information as of March 20th, 5th, 2020. As of March 5th, 2020. This is as as close to updated information as you're going to be able to find. And we got the latest report, December 31st. <laughs> we got the latest report. I forgot I had an Apple mouse. We got the latest report right here. December 31st. And let's see if the banks are doing what Jake is telling us to do. Let's see. Is Jake pulling this out his hat? Is Jake pulling this out his hat? Let's look at the. Okay, let me see. Can, can, can you guys see my screen? Can y'all hear me clear? 
Okay, here we go. Y'all can see my screen, right? So notice that this says dollar figures in thousands. So any number that we see, we have to add three zeros to it. So let's go to line 41. Let's go to line 41. And this says that the banking institution, Wells to the Fargo. Remember, it says add three, three zeros. Remember, it say that up here. We got to follow instructions now. It says dollar figures in thousands. Wells to the Fargo puts $18 billion inside of life insurance cash reserves. It says asset. Y'all see that? Do y'all see where it says Wells Fargo? Hey, son, I'm going to answer that question. I just want to make sure everybody sees what I just said. Y'all see that 18, add three zeros, $18 billion that they put in life insurance reserves. Do y'all see that? Do y'all see that? Okay. Now let's, now let's, now let's go to, uh, why do they do it? What is bank owned life insurance? What is bank owned life insurance? It says right here. Let's go to Investopedia. Bank-owned life insurance, BOLE, is a form of life insurance purchased by banks where the bank is the beneficiary and also usually the owner of the policy. Such an insurance is used as a tax shelter. In order, to, in order for something to be a shelter, the financial institutions, which, leverage, which leverages its tax-free savings provisions, as a funding mechanism for employee benefits. Jake, what does that mean? Oh, that means everything. It simply means that the banks are storing their ex some, of, some of their cash reserves, not all of it, but $18 billion worth inside of insurance policies, inside the reserves. Why? Because the insurance companies have to put the money to work. So the money's just not sitting in an insurance account. The money is getting put to work. Notice that, that you can't do that with term insurance. So the, what does the insurance companies do? The insurance company now takes that money in the reserve and they go purchase bonds. They go, they, they go uh, 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 buy bonds, corporate uh, 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 government bonds. They do all the stuff that are safe places to put your money, uh, short-term joint ventures, uh, mortgage. Uh, when you have those financing companies that are not real banks, but they're financing companies, they borrow money from insurance companies, blocks of money so that they can lend to you and they pay the, ins the insurance companies back in interest. All these things are well-known facts, okay? And so what I'm saying is the reason why I'm telling people to do what the banks are doing is because I'm not bringing my emotions to the table. A lot of people are bringing their emotions and their beliefs, but I'm looking at the assets and, and liabilities ledger of the banks. That's it. That's it. Everybody brings your emotion. I'm looking at the assets and liability bit, uh, 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 um, um, uh, charts uh, of the bank, and I'm seeing where they're putting their money. So Sean said, okay, I know what you are about to show us because I've shown this a thousand times. Let me rephrase my thought process. Right now, I don't pay the bank anything but interest on my mortgage. If I take all of my funds and place them into insurance, how do I offset the monthly cost of insurance? Good question. So 
Would you would, would y'all like me to show you an example of how it will work? Would y'all like me to show an example of how it will work? Because what people don't know about insurance reserves, I'm not talking about IULs for those of you guys that are like, oh, IUL. I'm talking about dividend paying whole life insurance that gives you a guaranteed. We're talking about dividend paying whole life insurance that gives you a guaranteed, guaranteed 4% plus 2 to 4% dividend. And a dividend is you're sharing profits with the company. The better, the better that the uh, mutual, a mutual. We're talking about a mutual company, not a stock company. We're talking about a mutual life insurance company that is owned by the policyholders. In order for, in order for, the insurance company to re, to uh, keep its status, they have to indeed share profits back with the policyholders. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm pulling up. I'm going to pull you guys up an example because what better way to show you than with an example? What better way to show you than with an example, right? Because when people ask me, Jake, what am I getting in the policy? Well, some people think that you don't get access to the money for three years. That's inaccurate. That's inaccurate. With a properly structured dividend paying whole life insurance policy, you can get access to 60% of your uh, premium within 31 days. Uh, 31 days. Ah, 31 days. So what I'm doing right now, I'm pulling up a client. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to say client test. I don't need y'all looking up nobody information. I got to keep my job though. Got to keep my job, y'all. But I'm pulling up illustrations right now so that I'm able to show you guys. Okay? I'm about to show y'all. I'm about to show you live at five. Let's say somebody is putting, let's say, $10,000 a year into their policy. $10,000 a year. And one of the things that we have to understand, if you go to my master class, you're going to be able to see me explain this in full. We're talking about bank to bank. Now, let me ask you guys a question. If you put $10,000 in your savings account every year, if you put $10,000 in your savings account every year at the bank, if you put $10,000 in your savings account every year at the bank, how much would you have in 10 years? If you were to put $10,000 in your savings account with the bank, how much would you have in 10 years? Sean, you put $10,000 in your savings account with the bank. How much would you have in 10 years? 10,000 a year for 10 years. How much would you have in your savings account? Somebody do the math in the chat. Yeah, $10,000. You save it in a savings account for 10 years in a bank, you would have $100,000, right? So 10,000 times 10 years is $100,000. If you were to die, or let's say you live, at the end of 10 years, you have $100,000 and that's it, correct? 
At the end of 10 years, you have $100,000, and that's it, correct? Plus baby interest. Okay. Plus baby interest. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to show you in 10 years what you would have if you place your money inside of a cash reserve, inside of a policy. Because we're talking about bank to bank. We're talking about bank to bank. I'm not talking about stock market to dividend paying whole life. I'm not talking about real estate in comparison. We can go toe-to-toe, but that's not apples to apples. We're talking about where you store your cash, bank to bank. We're about to see what's about to happen. So the first 10 years, you have that money inside a properly structured plan. You would have, you would have 10 years. You would have put a hundred thousand in at a bank. You would only have a hundred thousand dollars. In your insurance cash reserve, you would have $97,000 plus an $816,000 death benefit. Now, what bank is going to also give you an $816,000 death benefit attached to your cash reserve? What bank? What bank is going to give you that attached to it? We're talking about apples to apples. We're talking about putting your saving your money in a bank versus saving your money versus saving your money in a insurance cash reserve. What bank will do that? Not one. Not one is going to give you, thanks, Maxine. No one's going to give you access to $97,000, which is like $2,000 less than what you put in, plus $816,000 in death benefit. Some of you guys are going to be like, well, Jake, where's the $2,000? I put in $100,000. let us go 10 more years down the line. Hold on. Hold your horses. Let's go 10 more years down the line. Let's go to this side. This, is, this side over here is what we call the guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know what guaranteed means? That means it's guaranteed to be there. So what bank? You do $10,000 a year for the first 10 years. Then you save $3,000 a year for the next 10 years. What bank? will guarantee that you will have 26000 more dollars in there plus an $810,000 death benefit. What bank, what savings account are you going to put $133,000 in and get a guaranteed $159,000 plus $810,000 death benefit? Now, remember I talked to you guys about dividends. This $33,000 that you see is the amount of dividends that you just got paid over these from – uh, from uh, year 11 to 20. So you put $133,000 in, inside this policy. You have $198,000 of available cash in your reserve, plus a $941,000 death benefit. Now we're talking about bank to bank. What bank? What bank is going to give you that? Sean said, what is the average cost per year of the death benefit? About 40% of the premium that you pay takes care of the death benefit, the cost of the policy. With only using 60% of your money going in a cash reserve, let's go back. With only using 60% of your money going in a cash reserve, I'll let you do the math yourself. With only using 60% of the money of the cash reserve, 
you have more money in your cash reserve than you do in the entire thing that you put in, only using 60%. Hold on one second. I think this is our caller calling in. I told y'all, I told y'all that we had a special guest coming in. Um, and then we'll go back to what I was sharing with you all. But this brother right here, he called me out on social media. And um, anybody that calls me out, I give them the respect to defend what they believe. Why? Because I said if you don't have a belief if you can't defend it, right? And so he called, he called, he called me a fraud, and he called me a fraud, and he, you know, said that because one, he doesn't know me, and so I don't take it to heart. And so what I've done. I have, um, I'm bringing him on to the show so, so we can hear his disposition so that everyone can hear his disposition. I'll state, he'll state his claim. I'll state my claim and I just pray that uh, we stay clean. Okay, so I'm going to bring him on the show. Brother Jermaine, can you hear me? Oh, sorry. Brother Jermaine, can you hear me? I, I can hear you. Can okay. you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. So the only thing that uh, I say, Brother Jermaine, is let's just keep it clean. And let's just be respectful, okay? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you know, and I, I have to apologize that I had to make the scene to kind of get you guys' attention, brother. But you know, that, I operate like that sometimes. Well, no, that's okay. I, that, that's okay. My my daddy taught me to be strong. So when I see that, I don't I don't take it. I, I like to get to know the person in their heart. And if you feel passionate about something, of course, right? You would have some emotion. Yeah, brother. Uh, uh with it, and like I said. State your claim. Show me your numbers. Uh, um, uh, just tell everybody what your disposition was, and and then we'll just kind of go back and forth from there. Fair? Yes, sir, brother. Okay. I mean, uh, again, peace. I don't know if brother Ben X is on here. So I'm like, brother Ben X. Oh no, he's um, not. He he's on again, vacation. I, he ain't at the studio today. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Again, um, where do I begin? Um, okay, so basically. I kind of want to just kind of go back and, and give a background or a backdrop to why I'm so passionate by what I'm saying. Um, so let's say today, what well, today is March, March 9th. Oh, oh first, right? first brother Jermaine, let, every, let everybody oh, know, right. let everybody know what you do um, and uh, what your, what your profession is so that if anybody on here sees your point of view, maybe you'll get some clients from there. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the thing being is, brother, I, you know, I'm not doing this just to get clients or nothing like that, brother. You know, um, that, I mean, that that I, I understand that because we might be somewhat in the same line of work, um, there might be some conflict of interest and stuff like that. So it wasn't and I it, I wasn't coming from a perspective of, of, of hating what you of what you brothers do or anything like that. You know, um, again, I listen to your podcast and I will introduce myself. Right. And, and tell you what I do. Um, but just got to give it a backdrop. I, I was listening to you brothers and, and just listening to what you brothers were talking about. Right. Um, can we, can we, can we offer about what entities we represent? Because I had asked you online, brother, you know, you said Dave Ramsey was wrong about life insurance. And I just want to understand like, uh, but you do sell life insurance, right, brother? Oh yes, I do. Okay. 
and I and I've sold I, I've sold every type. Not to, not to cut you off. I sold every type, and I actually started with no, Pro, yes, I started with Primerica by term investor difference. Okay, so you're familiar with the entity that I'm representing. Uh, are you with Primerica? Or at least, the, at least the perspective, yes, sir. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I started with Primerica. Um, offline, I can tell you who uh, my um, uh, RVP was, but I started with Primerica. I still keep up no, with them to the no, day. Okay, no, and um, uh, so I started with that. You know, A.O. Williams, uh, Rodell and Reed. You know, buy term investor difference, and that was until I right. was um, I was shown with numbers, not emotions how it makes sense. And uh, so I'm, I'm actually excited to hear this engagement of this conversation and see where it goes. Exactly. See, right. And see that, and that was the thing, brother, because a lot of times, you know, I'm glad you understand kind of where my perspective, where I'm coming from, because, you know, you know, a lot of times we're taught, you know, as we're, as we're doing business, you know, not necessarily to, to uh, indulge our entities that we might be uh, associated with, you know, for whatever reason. Right. For protection um, of the brand or whatever they say, right? Correct. All that kind of stuff, brother. If you look at my, if you look on my page and look at what I represent, you know that probably, you know, uh, I'm surprised I, hang, I haven't got a call by home office yet. But <laughs> it's okay. I, I, you know, it, it's either here or there. I'm not, you know, I, I am. I am a black man first. You know, and, and what I do to make money uh, legally um, is what I do. So. You know, I don't have a problem indulging, you know, tax returns or anything else like that. But, you know, I'm kind of digressing. But my point I'm saying is that, um, you know, we're in America. So that, you know, but I'm glad I'm glad you understand my perspective. And, and that kind of I kind of want to shoot back to. So so that should that should not should that not answer the question to Ben X when he said that I wasn't qualified. Well, I, I don't have this I, conversation. Well, I, I don't think that. I don't think that we knew who you were. And we, and again, we didn't go to your page, right? So we just saw the come in. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of this. Okay. I don't really have a lot of Primerica yeah, stuff and on so, my page. Correct. And, and so, um, right. uh, you know, one of the things that comes with qualified, we do know licenses uh, can deem somebody um, eligible to give, uh, be considered a financial advisor. But you and I both know the difference between sales peddlers, people who, who peddle products, and people who are specialists. You know, I mean, you, you and I, I mean, you, you being an entity that you're in, you know, the difference from people who actually practice what they're teaching and the ones that's just trying to make money and promote. And um, and I think that's that's the difference of being qualified. It has nothing to do with licenses because you and I both know it takes it takes a weekend and a couple of weeks of studying for both tests. And um, no, no, go ahead. Go I ahead. Kinda figured you did come from. I kind of figured you did come from Primerica because most people, you know, that that end up leaving Primerica and go to maybe like your entity or WFG or something like that come from us. Even WFG is basically us in yeah through Hubert Humphrey. Yep, through Hubert Humphrey. WMA. We call we call we call them the dark side. You know, we don't even really mention their names, but it's whatever. You know what I mean? We we got respect for them, and you know, our whatever kind of respect we can have for them, right? But at the end of the day. Um, we're trying. At the end of the day, we're trying to help people. And 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 my, uh, I don't. I really want to say it like this, but um, you know, we, we're talking about black people. We're talking about you know, correct, uh, helping black people if it's in the situation of of not understanding because black people are the ones who a lot of times don't have this financial literacy correct. that we tend to throw that word around. Correct. And again, brother, I I, I kind of you know I listened to you guys' last podcast and and I, and I was just like I was like okay that's you know you did the Jim Crow uh, insurance. You know, and I was like, okay, okay, I really, I really 
people like what what the perspective that you're coming from. And I, I was saying, damn, how come this brother's not with America? And I kind of figured you probably came from us, but it's it's all good. It's whatever. <laughs> but um, my, my whole thing, real quick, then, so we can kind of cut through the chase. Then, like, why why do you feel? Well, two things. Why do you feel Dave Ramsey is wrong? Which means yeah, that Susie Armand is wrong. Which means Doctor Boyce. Watkins is wrong about um, life insurance, and two brothers. Um, do you do you does your company or, or ABS? Do you guys um, get end up getting any of your series, uh, you know, licenses to to actually you know uh, become a financial advisor? You know I, what I mean, brother? I mean, I, good question. Just, These are good qualifying questions. Um, ABS is actually my company. We're not connected to any MLM insurance companies. We're independent brokers. And um, we're not MLM though, but I'll get you though. <laughs> okay. That's that's relative. I mean, yeah, that's relative. That's fair. That's okay. relative. That's relative. I, I'm not I'm not against MLM, but you know, you just call a spade a spade. Um, but um when low it, blow, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to get you back, right? Cause you was con- you I mean you was <laughs> Woo! I had to get you back. I got one more low blow, but it ain't gonna hurt that bad. It's just gonna pop. It's gonna pop. That's okay. I got one more low blow. But um uh, and, and I respect I respect the the you know the the respect that we have toward each other, toward you know, whatever. So to answer the question directly, we do not have investment licensed. Okay. Yeah, we, we and so why yeah. do you feel that what why do you feel that Dave Ramsey is wrong though, brother? Well we were talking we were talking about in terms of life insurance. So he said that he said whole life products are wrong. And just like every American says, because the first three years is zeros, which is incorrect. Um, and you can only access the money if you borrow against it. That's incorrect. Um, and um, and uh, he's, he's comparing, he's comparing, uh, uh, well, he, he doesn't really, he really doesn't break down the cost of policies, you know, the breakdown of the policy. Uh, he, he doesn't go into that. But anyway, I believe that term, is for certain types of people, depending on where they are. Uh, I do believe in that. I mean, I have terms just as much I have of, of dividend paying a whole life insurance policy. Um, and and I, I not to interrupt you, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you, you said that term is good for people where they're at. Like, what, what would be an example of that? Um, like don't a person that- don't have a lot of money, got kids, but they want to lock in legacy for forty, fifty bucks a month. I mean, for twenty five to thirty five year old, you can get a term insurance for, you know, like 40, 50 bucks uh, for a million dollar policy, right. a 30 year old can get uh, uh, for, with Primerica's 125 a month. And with uh, one of the companies we use is 102 for 30 year old um, okay. policy. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's dependent upon where they are, the stage that they are in life. And a lot of people come to me with concepts and I, I don't have any emotions to it. I just, I just follow the breadcrumbs. And I know and I'm looking at the breadcrumbs. I'm seeing the breadcrumbs. And so we're, that's that's where we're going. And so that's why I say when it comes to life insurance as it pertains to whole life. Now, we do know that there are some companies that have that have agents who write terrible products. Oh, then there's a misnomer that says uh, that agents only sell whole life because they make more policies. Actually, a properly structured whole life policy will technically only really pay you. It'll pay you like a term. In all honesty, if you structure it with the client in mind, just, just as a, cause you only get paid on the insurance. You don't get paid on what goes into the cash, but that's another conversation for another day. So that's why I said it. No, let's have that conversation too, brother. Okay. So brother, real quick, 
why is it, why do you focus on a million dollar policy? I know that sounds good. I know Nipsey Nipsey made it popular with the million dollar policies and stuff like that. But you know, a five hundred thousand dollar policy, you know, and, and you know, a lot of times that when you get the, the higher the policy, so say if you get it over one hundred fifty thousand, maybe. You know, we start getting into the two hundred and three hundred thousand. Now you're gonna, you might have to do, you know, a, um, a doctor's visit or a nurse's visit, right? That's incorrect. Um, That's incorrect. They, With us, it's it's the max cap for Primerica is three hundred thousand. But one of the carriers that we use, you get up to two million dollars without having to get a pyramid, as long as your MIB report is clear, and um, you don't have any um, uh, records of your medical history being of being a person of risk. So that's what you're talking about in. In, in retrospect to Primerica alone. By the way, Primerica doesn't even have uh, the most competitive term product. You guys only have a term with um, what they call it, a term with a terminal illness rider that doesn't even have the other riders that come with the plan, critical and chronic, which were being offered. And as I showed in the Jim Crow insurance rates, that uh, slave owners were getting paid for the damage to, uh, uh, for the damage to slaves as well as the death. So in order for somebody to get hey, what, what, paid what, from that? the damage too, that that means that they were getting paid from some type of living benefit. Go ahead. Is, is that the low blow? Is that the, is that the low blow you was keeping in the neck? Right yeah, that now? was it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm a, I'm actually a really nice guy. That's all I got. So I got you, brother. Actually, hey, brother, look, I can answer that real easily. Like, um, as far as you know, competitive. Uh, I think my AIG might might have uh, term insurance lower than us, right? Who was bailed out by the government, by the way? Yeah, I, I never, I, we uh, never sell you know, AIG. <laughs> we, well, you, you, you had said, you know, other other people that are, yeah. are uh, you know, competitive, right? Yeah. And 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 the, the reason why our prices are the way they are is because we end up becoming independent business owners after a while. You know that, right? RVP status and 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 and, and beyond, right? So the compensation uh, that yeah, that has nothing to do with that, that has nothing to do with the benefit to the client. See that you're talking about a stock a stock held company. Primerica is a stock company. The companies I'm talking about are mutual held companies that are in the best benefit for the policyholders. I don't sell products that are from stock held companies primarily because the the number one objective of a company that has stock is to look out into the best benefit of the shareholders. Correct. That's well, their number one again, objective. I mean, the number one objective of a, a of a publicly held company is to their number one their number one priority is to make sure that they're uh, equitable and being financially uh, um, um, stable and afford the shareholders, the owners of the company, and everybody right. that is that goes RVP gets ten thousand dollars of free stock, and then they get to earn it for every RVP that they promote, um, uh, which means that they're now shareholders. Is that um, I could be incorrect on that? I thought it last I heard it was ten. You know. I mean, you start, you start, you starting to do the the the, the, the falsehood with the, the truth with falsehood a little bit, thing there a little bit, but that's, that's well, okay. Fine. So I'm let, let me let me let me let me retract. I'll retract on the ten thousand. But if you look no, up no, any the any responsibility, I retracted on that because that was not completely accurate till today. Um, but uh, what I will say is that any publicly held company, this is a fact. Their primary responsibility is not to look after the client. It's to look after the profits of the shareholders. So with Primerica being a publicly traded company, secondary now, but publicly traded company, they have to look after first rule is the shareholders, not 
the policyholders, which is this is why you was about to come with the defense that all the commissions and all of that has nothing to do with creating the best product that's fit for the client, which is why we use mutually owned companies who are owned by the policyholders, which build and benefit to the policyholders, much like a credit union. Go ahead. I mean that, that 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 was that was that was nice try, but the thing being is just that you, you all you actually work you're working for working with the whole life insurance companies that try to prevent Pride America from coming into existence in 1977, which was probably before I'm sure before Ben X was before, and I don't know how old you are, brother, and you know the story of A. L. Williams, brother. Well, I know you the know whole story. His now, daddy died, and yes, he got mad, brother. and he ran into well, his well, uncle or cousin, that, like, and all well, that. Now, now you acting like now you acting like uh, people who watch the uh, Who Killed Malcolm story. Now you know, oh Malcolm, oh yeah, he just you know our Martin Luther King brother. You, that's not really the, the the kind of way that you should kind of prevent or, or, or tell the story, brother. Now, and that's my thing with my, that was my problem with you uh, kind of recruiting a Ben X, a person like a Ben X, because actually I didn't recruit. I actually I, I did. I never recruited Ben X. That's falsehood. I never recruited Ben X. Ben X actually became my client. Um, and through coming my client, through becoming my client, it was actually, it was actually, it was actually his decision that he wanted to take the principles that I was teaching and he wanted to make it public actually. So that, that, that I didn't, I didn't recruit him, but let's, 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 let's brother, let's, let's get to the facts. You said that we were fraud. You said I was fraud. Hold on, brother. Hold on. You You know that most people in prime America were actually either clients before they became actual agents, brother. So the thing being is, all you're saying is that Ben X that you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a low bug at you. You tricked Ben X into becoming a oh, client, and then him. after you after you tricked him to become a client, mm-hmm. now he, you know he needed a way to pay that policy. So now, oh, let me bring him on this on on this. Oh, that's what I did. That's falsehood. That's that's incorrect. Yeah, you yeah, tried before, before, you tried to reach out to him, right? You tried to reach out to him. He denied you. And then that's that's where that's where the real plight is. That's where the real plight. You reached out it's not, to him. It's not the plight, but like that, and you you no, said no, so. Let's let's want, let's get to the point. You said that I was fraud. So now let's just let's just let's just skip skip the candor, and and let's. Because, because, why am I fraud? I, I, not emotions. We, Hold on, brother. We, Hold on, brother. Not emotions. Facts. No. Why am I fraud? No, no. But see, that's the hold on. Real quick, the thing being, brother, is that like that's why I wanted to get the backdrop to my whole conversation and passion behind this because you know, inference is, is always you know, it, every, anybody could infer any or, or you know, their perspective about something can always be uh, jaded or even constructed or whatever the case kind of word you want to use to attach what people might think my true intentions are in, in reaching out to you and brother, brother Ben. My whole thing is this, brother. I, when, when, when the brother when the brother rejected me back when he had 300 followers or so, and I was just coming with him with a business plan, like, hey, brother, you're a very bright brother. If you had this in your arsenal, you know, sky's the limit. Now, the thing being is, I didn't, I didn't press the brother no more about coming on to Prime America. But fast forward now, the brother has millions of followers and here you and the brother sit and the thing being is just that now I, I have to look at look at it like wait wait a minute because you 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 came from what I'm representing right now and I left and yeah but the thing being is 
you know, that's almost like leaving a church. That was my that was my brother. that was my introduction to the insurance industry. <laughs> and and because my grandfather had a whole life product that took care of my grandmother until she died last September for 20 something plus years. The, the, the notion that term is the only way that term, she lived a really good life. She was a good woman of God. So I'm, she's in heaven partying with my papa. I I know she is brother. And and the thing being brother, like, like, see, you said we wasn't going to do emotion, but that was very emotional brother. You brought your grandmother into it. Now, no, I was just proving the bring, point that they bring, say that whole life is stupid. No, I, I, can prove, I can prove a point though too, brother, because today is the day that my father passed away. So I mean, we could we could go tip for tat on 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 track. I was just I was just proving that whole life pays out the same. Matter of fact, only one percent of term policies pay out. So let's get to the point. How am I a fraud? Everybody got the backstory. Everybody know your passion. Now let's how why is Jake Taylor Jacobs a fraud? Go, please. Well, brother, this is the thing. My whole thing is that you 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 you're saying that Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, and, and basically Dr. Boyce Watkins is wrong about life insurance. Now Correct. I understand you're building your brand. I understand that you're building your business, brother, and I'm not trying to take food out your pocket or, or, or money out your pocket or, or food off your table, brother. But my, my whole thing is that when, when when Brother Ben X, who represents the Nation of Islam and, and Minister Farrakhan, comes on podcasts with you, brother, and you guys start talking about mixing 401ks with Roth IRAs and, and a lot of other stuff that... that, that I never said to mix podcast. 401ks with Roth IRAs. I don't even believe in government qualified plans. Let's just go there. The government oh, qualified you're plans, not, government you're, qualified you're, 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 plans... You're, you're Government qual- with emotion, brother. because that's a lie. You just you just said your, I said to your, mix. Brother, I, I, I you posted, just said I your podcast. you said I said to I mix Roth podcast, IRAs brother. with four hundred one k's. I've no, never said I, that. I, I, you I just said, said that. No, I, I said that. No, you you said that in your conversation, brother. You were you were mix you were mixing four hundred one k's with Roth IRAs, brother. It was in your podcast, brother. I, I, I'm telling you, brother. I did not mix. A 401k is, def- is deferred taxes, which means that the money gets taken out pre-tax, which means it grows tax deferred when they withdraw the money at 50 freaking years later, they get taxed at whatever the interest rate or tax rate is at the time. I am not confused on any of the products. And that's correct. No, and the I reason why it's tax deferred is because you're not using it as income tax. That's not a plug. The government created a high inflation uh, 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 world and then created the product for the problem that they created. But how am I fraud? Please no, explain. I, I, I get your I get your hyperbole behind what you're saying, brother. I'm just saying if we if we go to your last podcast, brother, with brother Ben X, and we take we take. Everything that you're saying, item by item, brother. There was just there was just some 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 misinformation in that, brother. So bring it to the people. We got thirty people live. This this live is going to reach maybe two or three thousand people. So bring it to the people. What? Let's 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 pick it apart. Let's pick it apart. Well, brother, brother, I don't have your podcast in front of me to be able to do that right now. I'm simply saying, brother, that you know there were some things in your in your 
podcast that weren't correct, brother. Now, the thing being, if you think you're right all the time, because I don't. Oh, absolutely. Right all the time, no, absolutely not. Think, which is why I'm bringing. Right which is brother. why I'm bringing you on live, so that you can explain what I said that was fraud, and if it is incorrect, I am humble enough to come to the public and switch my disposition if proven incorrect. Well, Again, brother, again, brother, I, I'm going to use your own words, brother, because you, you, you're you saying that Dave Ramsey, it was therefore Susan Orman, and therefore Boyce Watkins are wrong about life insurance. Yes, but that's you, a, I, a did right I did say that. I did say that they're wrong about life okay, insurance. So, 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 and, and, and so how are they wrong, brother? Dude, you're supposed to be proving because me they, wrong. I, I could care less about Dave Ramsey, uh, Susie Orman. I think Dave actually does a phenomenal job for people. By the way, um, Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, and Boyce. Well, I don't, I don't know Boyce Watkins like that, my brother. I don't study his stuff. Never read it. Never listened to a video. I ain't done none of that, so I can't talk on a man I don't know. Nor have I studied his stuff. So again, I'm not going to mention him because I don't know him. So you brought up Dave Ramsey. You keep talking about. So you saying Dave Ramsey wrong? Say it publicly. I said it. The man is wrong. You say Susie Orman. Um, I'm saying it. She's wrong. But you have yet to prove to me, since you're qualified and you're licensed, how me telling people to uh, store cash reserves into dividend-paying whole life policies is wrong. There goes the platform. How am I wrong with that? I mean, first of all, in your, in, you, you said that in your podcast that, that Jim Crow Insurance, Right, which was whole life insurance that was that was being sold uh, prior to 1977 had all this had all this uh, involvement with the with the slave trade and, and slavery and Jim Crow. Then you go back and you work right with the same companies that that did this. So this that's is, that's a lie. I do not sell. I do not sell any products coming with those companies. Everybody, please go back and look at the podcast. I said Prudential, MetLife. And John Hancock, and uh, known as the Big Three, bro. I, I, those are three. Those are three companies. We're talking about companies, dude. We're talking about companies. I do not sell those companies. So please come and tell me why. Tell publicly how me telling people to store cash reserves inside of insurance policies is incorrect. How is that fraud? So, so, so now you you talk about the it's in the index. So that's you talk about S and P five hundred that's crashing right now, right? That did, I did not. I've never mentioned that, bro. I said, no. Why a whole life insurance policy? See, brother, you you playing dumb, brother. You playing dumb, and that's the thing. You can't talk to me like I'm stupid, brother, because I know the game. I'm saying that you know that a whole life policy. Has, has an index to it that is attached to the to the S and P five hundred. That is a lie. And that's a that's that. a universal life product. That is not a dividend paying whole life product. Please come again. How is me telling people brother, for a dividend you, all, all whole doing, life you, for you, you a dividend? Okay, let me let, okay let me let me bring down let me bring down my tone. A a dividend paying whole life a dividend. Well, listen first first let me do this. Let me let me do this. Let me apologize to you. I apologize publicly for raising my or raising my voice with you because that is not called for because you are being respectful and mannerable. So I do apologize to you. But I'm just as passionate as you are. 
Um, but and I, and I don't mean to ruffle your feathers like this, brother. Uh, no, brother. It just it's just misinformed people. It just that's it. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Just misinformed. I'm just emotional. No, brother, and all and all of my videos. In in all of my videos, I am emotional. That's okay. You you study all of my videos. I'm the same guy. Whether I'm talking about something fun or not. Anyway, you said that um, a dividend whole life paying policy is the same thing as an index universal life policy. That is not the same. They're not. They don't do the same thing. Those are two different products that do two different things. And I tell people to put their money in a cash reserve and a dividend paying whole life product. But why though? Why? Because in the dividend paying, great question, that? great question. Because, I will answer it if you let me. Because, because, right, right, but I'm just going to say, oh, go ahead, answer that. That's Thank you. You can put your money, put your money inside of the cash reserve, inside of a dividend paying whole life policy, because when you put your money in a cash reserve, you get a guaranteed 4% on your money. You have access to your cash reserve within 31 days of creation of your policy. You can withdraw the money tax-free up to the amount of money that you put into the plan, or you can borrow against it and use the insurance company's money while still getting the guaranteed 4% plus the 2 to 4% dividends getting paid from the mutually owned company. Over time, as I was showing them before you got on the show, you will see that you have a guaranteed death, uh, a cash reserve that will outgrow what you put in for the entire plan. That's why I say to store your cash. Walt Disney built Disneyland from a borrowing from his policy. Doris Christopher sold her company to Warren Buffett for $900 million. Where did she get the money from? Her insurance policy. Ray Kroc, it is publicly known that he funded starting a franchising with the uh, McDonald's franchise using his insurance policy. John McCain uses insurance policy to, uh, as initial funding for his presidential campaign if you go look up what boli is what is bank on life insurance banks store a, 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 some uh we use wells fargo today wells fargo puts 18 billion dollars in cash reserves of insurance companies the general account and the separate account inside of insurance policies to be able to participate in the tax-free protection as well as the tax-free access that they have to pay for their employee benefits using insurance as that. University of Michigan pays out a bonus in cash to Jim Harborough, the head coach. The University of Michigan uses life insurance to make Jim Harborough the highest-paying college uh, uh, coach in all of America using insurance to fund it. That that those are so, my brother, examples, and that's why. So, so brother, you you actually you actually brought up John McCain, brother, to, as, as as an example for, for life insurance in this. Dude, out of everything, brother, after, on everything I said, I'm so, just you're picking off stuff no, that is irrelevant. I, you're, it's irrelevant. No, no, brother. <laughs> You, you, you spent a lot of time on that, brother. You spent a lot of time on that. I just, I was just giving you some wind, to, to, you know. But anyway, brother, you think I'm saying? Yes, y'all. He's from Primera. Ah, brother. The thing being is this: those life, those, 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 those. So you're saying those people use whole life insurance policy? The, the, the founder of McDonald's. And I'm trying to figure out what has McDonald's done for for us. Anyway, bro, that has nothing to do. You called me a fraud. I just told you why I tell people. How is it that 
brother, see, you 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 hogging the time now. The thing being is that you spent you spent all this time that the so-called justify whole life insurance okay, by using John McCain, founder of McDonald's. Thank you. And I'm saying that you know, brother, you're justifying whole life insurance policies and whole life insurance that has raped, pillaged, and robbed not only black people but A.L. Williams, which is why he started Primerica in the first place. Now, I'm not saying that you know. God forbid, if, if you have a whole life insurance policy that you should cancel it or anything else like that without getting proper insurance to get place of that. I'm just saying, brother, that how is it that you 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 say that the, that that the whole life insurance policies participated in slavery and Jim Crow? And I and, 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 and mind you, you you. You can say it's New York life and all that. And you know that a lot of these companies have sister companies. A lot of these companies are, are affiliated with each other in all kind of ways, brother. So to play dumb and act like, oh, well, I'm not I'm not using those companies. I mean, that's kind of a cop-out, brother. That's really a cop-out. And I'm saying that, you know, that Primerica actually is the number one insurance company in America. And the thing, the thing I'm saying is that, trust it. And I'm saying that, you know, where were these companies that you want to bring up John McCain? Where were these companies during the so-called 9-11 disaster? Where, where, where were these companies uh, uh, when the, 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 the crash, uh, the, the stock market crashed in 2006? Where, where were they at then? So the thing I'm saying is that it's kind of like that's the contradiction that I'm hearing in what you're saying, brother. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And that's why I wanted to kind of ring the alarm and say, hey, look, brother, like I got to step on your toes because you out here talking like, you know, there's there's nobody else on the playing field here. And I'm just like, brother, this is this is chess. This ain't checkers, brother. You know, and, and I understand your strategy. I get what you're trying to say. I get the hyperbole of what you're talking about, brother. But the thing being is that it's not all the way. I mean, brother, you said that why why something about a hundred thousand dollars that why how how'd you put it, brother? Um you shouldn't invest a hundred thousand dollars if you don't I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm trying to paraphrase what you said, brother, on your podcast. You said if you don't have $100,000 to invest, you shouldn't be invested or something to that nature. Yes, I did. Okay. I mean, that that's fine, but where, where is somebody supposed to get $100,000 from? You save it. Save the it. average American makes $1.5 million in their working career. The average American spends $1,082,577 towards debt and financing. So please don't tell me people don't have the money. So are you going to prove that what so I'm that, telling that, people is fraud? That, that, that goes... Well, brother, that, that that was, you know, the thing I'm saying is I, I, I said that I'm trying to prevent Brother Ben X from becoming a fraud. So Okay, so um, you haven't proved that I'm a fraud. First of all, I appreciate you for coming on the Jake Taylor Jacobs show. And if you want to prove Brother Ben, if you want to help him out, please call him on his show because I'm done with that. Uh, brother, I, I, I thank you. I appreciate you coming on to the show. But yet again, somebody called me a fraud. I gave him plenty of chance to prove it. 
And yet, I don't want to say I came out victorious because it's very disheartening for somebody to use the word fraud. You know, my entire livelihood is built on this. Seven years in the industry, I don't have not one negative review from any of my clients or customers. Matter of fact, before anybody starts to put money in the banking system, we do more than our due diligence to ensure that they have all of the education that's required. If they feel uneasy, we put them through a 16-lesson masterclass to be able to get them to see or not to see if what we're teaching is for them or not. I don't give emotions. I don't give sales pitches. He's telling me three characters. I don't know these people from Adam. No, do I care? He's talking about the black agenda. He's bringing up Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey. Like, dude, get a grip. First of all, I just want to say, um, uh, he had all the, he had plenty of time to prove it. Uh, uh, Sean said, Brother Ben, th okay, this is easy. Please don't become a fraud. And uh, yes, Adelijah, he has yet to prove that I was fraud because none of the information that I've shown, I've publicly shown, has been disproved. Um, there have been some information talking about the bank equity as far as the stock market on line 28 of the assets ledger that I was made to understand, um, which I don't have any evidence to prove either or that that's not, that's not, um, stock that they actually invest into other companies because banks don't invest into other companies, which I've determined. Mari says that is a lie, but this person said that they don't. So I leave it there until I can prove it. Um, but you can't negate line 41. Then his brother said they don't invest into the market, but they give their money to insurance companies so that they can do right by the money and bring back interest. So this, this is really tiring. I think that the, the hardest thing that frustrates me is that people have these dispositions of opinions from characters that they follow, and they don't even know why. They don't even know why. It's much like, uh, uh, much like people who, you know, it's, it's much like people who follow the Bible, read the Bible Christians or, or, or people uh, uh, that believe in the Bible, and you, you can't even defend your word. So anyway, so the point of the show today uh, is to talk about the difference between ownership and godship, ownership and godship, and having to understand. Um, and uh, it's okay. I appreciate everyone defending me in the chat. And it's pr it's pretty much easy. I mean, anybody who watches this show today will be able to determine that I've yet to been proven that I was a fraud because anybody that can go to the assets ledger of a bank and show you where they're publicly putting their money you look up what is bank on life insurance. Anyone can look it up. You can be able to see for yourself what we teach people. It's not an apples to apples stock market versus putting your money in a cash reserve inside of an insurance policy. We're talking about bank savings account to bank savings account. We're talking about if I store money inside of a savings account with a bank, what do I get? I'm giving my money to the bank, the savings account to get 0.01%. I got to ask to borrow money against that account or ask to borrow money from my equity out of my home. And they they literally make six to 28 percent on the money that I've given them over the years of my life. I'm just telling you to, there's a different vehicle where you can put your money. You can get more bang for your buck. You can borrow against your amount without damaging the growth of your money. You get up. You get four percent guaranteed interest on that reserve which the banks don't give you plus two to four percent sometimes even eight percent of dividends that you get to participate with 
the insurance company when they're profitable and mutual companies want to be profitable. So you pretty much can under, you pretty much know for a fact you're going to get some type of dividend payout yearly. So I don't know what type of reserve gives you a guaranteed 4% plus 2 to 4% dividends. That's 4 to 8% on your reserve inside the account and they allow you to borrow against it, use their money without li uh, liquidating the money in your account. Tomorrow in the show, I'm just going to bring numbers to be able to show you with a board what that looks like. <clears throat> uh, Andre said they stole the wealth from, I'll put it to everybody. Andre said they stole the wealth from minorities by stealing the companies and built the cities with minority slavery for control. Do you think that they're going to uh, to buy it back with the new creations? I mean, I I, I really don't know on that. Um, I, I really, I'm unsure about that, Andre. Any fields that I feel like unsure, you won't hear me speak on. Because I like to speak from facts, research, and logic. So you guys will never hear me talk about anything that I haven't done my due diligence on. I just don't speak about stuff I'm unfamiliar with. And Brother Andre, I am unfamiliar with that cousin, um, uh, with that topic. But what I do know is that the uh, the Freedman Bank stole money from slaves. <laughs> I do know that people, a, a slave's money disappeared from the Freedman's Bank, that the government funded, that the government created. Which is why uh, we're going to talk about it on another show about qualified plans and how the government literally created the problem and then gave you a solution to the problem. That sounds exactly what Pharaoh did to the Egypt Egyptians. That's not my opinions. If you study history, you'll know the future. And so uh, the point of the point that I was making was you want to find you want a better place to house your money to get more bang for your buck. You want a better place to house your, house your money to get more bang for your buck. And I you're talking to somebody who 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 does exactly what I'm teaching people to do. I don't borrow money from the bank. I don't keep more than three thousand, five thousand dollars in a bank. Other than that, the rest of my money goes into a cash reserve inside of an insurance policy because that money is not predicated on the market. That money is not predicated on the market and by law. Whatever numbers that are being showed, it's not projected. They, the insurance company has to guarantee the protection of the dollar. And so I want to figure out a way what you want to do. You want to figure out a way to turn your money, that's a debt fiat, into capital. And capital is an asset that can be leveraged against or that is anticipating on turning a profit. That's what capital is. So I use capital to buy goods to make money. I use capital to buy businesses to make money. So your money only turns into capital when it's in an asset that's going to be used to leverage to grow cash. Don't forget to uh, get some gold. Oh, yeah, for sure, Dante. I think I think I think gold is something to get. But the problem with gold that I have is that it's not um, it's not uh, it's hard to liquidate. Gold is hard to liquidate. Um, uh, and so, um, you know, you want to have a balance of things that protect gold is something that you want to keep. It's a lot harder to liquidate. Um, I like to compare liquidation to gold almost not really not comparison side by side. But just as hard as it is to liquidate money out, um, it's easier to liquidate money out of gold than out of a property. Because in order to liquidate money out of property, you got to sell the property. The market has to be ready to sell the property. And you got to want to purchase it for what you're selling it for. Or you got to go and borrow against the, and collateralize your property, give the deed back to the bank where the bank now owns your property. And then you got to go in debt with the bank again. They collateralize the only home that you own. 
And then you have to have good credit, good history of payments and all that other stuff in order for them to give you money as access. And so um, I think it's more important. But what we're talking about, and he, and he mentioned something before I got him off the show. He said that I said uh, that I don't believe that somebody should be investing money into the market unless they have one hundred thousand dollars saved. I I'm, I'm going with that one hundred percent. Here's why. Because somebody who that knows how to save one hundred thousand dollars or a substantial amount is hard to 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 uh, to convince them to do gullible stuff. Somebody that can save twenty five, fifty thousand, one hundred thousand dollars. It's hard for them to do gullible stuff. And it's funny because everybody, especially pro Americans. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. Um, you know, they, they, they allude to talking about Warren Buffett. Well, Warren Buffett invests in stocks. No, Warren Buffett does not invest in stocks. Well, Warren Buffett does. He's a publicly traded company who buys publicly traded companies, which means what? That in order to buy a publicly traded company, it cannot be done in private. You have to buy through the public, which is what? Through its shares. So Warren Buffett does not buy and flip stock like traders do. He does not sell mutual funds like, like that product pusher was talking about. He buys companies through stock, builds companies up, fixes the management systems. Number one, he says, don't lose your money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one, not to lose your money. He buys companies. He's fixed infrastructure. He set up systems. He create higher margins. He becomes profitable. He stays. If it's a cash cow, he stays. If it is not, he sells it. Matter of fact, one of the biggest, best investments you can hear Warren Buffett say, which is a huge tribute as to how he became a billionaire, is him buying an insurance company that has float money through his cash reserves that he could use to buy bonds and treasures and stuff like that and be more sustainable with his income. So, yes, I'm a firm believer. Nobody should be investing in those stocks if you don't know. That's right. Evaluate uh, EVA analysts. That's right, Sean. You got me, Sean. You need to come on the show one day. You know what you're talking about. And I like to talk to people who know what they're talking about. And so um, and so I'm a firm believer. You shouldn't be investing in stock if you don't know what, what's going on. You should not be investing in mutual funds if you don't know who the fund manager is, if you don't know the history of the company. And everybody talks about S&P, S&P 500 and how long the S&P 500 has had this consistent current interest rate. And they don't know that the average, uh, the average uh, S&P 500 company is only in the S&P 500 for 20 years. They fall out and they replace the company with the new thriving S&P 500 company. And they don't calculate the fall of the of the original S&P 500 member. They only calculate the growth of the new S&P 500 member. So it's easy to manipulate. Also, if you think about the stock market, the reason why I tell people do your research, because there is a such thing as called pumping and dumping. If I'm a publicly traded company, I can go and borrow money from the bank. I can dump money into my stocks to raise the value of the stock to make it look like a bunch of it's, it's profitable. The company is equitable. I can use the loan money from the bank, pay out dividends to make it look as if we are positive in cash flow and my company can be sinking. I can give the people who invested the most money time to get out. They dump their all their policies. I mean, all their shares. And then they, the, the person who takes the worst end of the stick is the common shareholder. So I don't believe that you can do a bunch of damage. I think that more people should be taking their time to analyze the market. You should analyze mutual companies and you should analyze the companies that that these companies are peddling and understand that people like Primericans, they put you in mutual funds that that pay higher 12 B1 fees. It's a fact. This is a fact. These are these are these are not whatever. And so the point that I'm making to my people, my black people, the best 
education that you can have is to, for one, turn your money, which is a dying liability because of inflation. Your money does not grow in value. It is a liability. You turn your money into a capital. How do you turn your money into capital? You're turning your money into something that can produce money or into an asset. So I, I turn the reason why I'm saying dump your money in cash reserves is because your money in a savings account is not an asset because it's not creating capital. It's not generating any capital. It's not generating any profits. You put your money in the cash reserve. It is now what? It is now it is now considered an asset that you can use to borrow against. Even if you went to the bank, they ask you, how much do you have in your cash reserve? Why? Because the money in your cash reserve is considered an asset. It's considered a financial instrument that is capital. That money inside the instrument gives a guaranteed 4% plus 2 to 4% typically of dividends that these mutual companies give you. If your policy is structured correctly, you can have access, you can have access to this cash reserve within 31 days of you creating the insurance policy. I'm not saying to borrow against it, but if somebody who is an entrepreneur, the best place to put your money is into something that can grow your money. Well, Jake, how come the insurance company can uh, grow money like that? Because 70 percent of an insurance company's portfolio are bonds. The rest of their money are joint ventures, uh, some um, options, 2 percent of uh, their portfolios options. Uh, typically, and the rest of their money goes to um, uh, lending money to financial lenders that lend money, like mortgage companies that primarily specialize in lending money or financing companies that primarily specialize in lending money for cars. So insurance companies are the primary funders of those lenders. <clears throat> okay, so uh, somebody asked, uh, give us a good example. Um, uh... Uh, Custom Aquatic said, give us a good example of a cash reserve. Okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example, okay? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. This is an example of a 25-year-old kid that I'm about to show you, a 25-year-old kid who is saving money inside of their reserve. One thing that we do know when it comes to savings accounts is that all you have is all you have. All you have is all you have. What you put in is what you get. That's all it is. If you die, you put 10,000 in, that's all you're getting. If you die, you put $10,000 in, that's all you're getting. Brother Jermaine, brother Jermaine, brother Jermaine, brother Jermaine. I appreciate your resilience. Don't ever give up. Giving up. It's not what we do. Let me know if you guys can see my screen. So let's talk about a 25-year-old a, a kid because they primarily can say that when you put your money in a policy, you don't get access to it within three years. I'm going to prove them wrong right here. And then this is a dividend-paying whole life product. I'm not going to move up because I don't want you guys to see this kid's name. Can you guys see my screen? Can you guys see my screen? Can you guys see my screen? I just want to make sure y'all can see my screen. Do 
Dante, I'm always open to people who are knowledgeable. Um, DM me your number, Dante. I'll give you a call. We'll, we'll chop it up to see if um, um, uh, if if what you say is not just concept, but you can provide facts and research. And with that, I would love to have dialogue with you. Absolutely, my brother. Okay, so let's look here. So if you were to put $10,000 inside of a bank account, we're talking about bank to bank. If you were to put $10,000 into a traditional savings bank account, you would have only $10,000. You put $10,000 a year into that you save your money, $10,000 a year into a cash reserve, you immediately get access to 64%. In this example, this kid got immediate access to 64% of his capital. And he has a death benefit of $457,000. So typically, if you were to die in a traditional bank account and you put $10,000 in there, your family only gets $10,000. We're talking about building wealth through life insurance and finding a better place to put your money. So that tells you only about 64% of your money, 64 goes into your cash reserve. 40, in, this, in his case, 36% goes toward his insurance. Why do we use insurance? Because under insurance, we have the protection of tax-free access to our money. The money grows tax-free, and you can access it tax-free if you borrow against your collateral. So, year one, he puts ten thousand in. He got access to sixty-four hundred dollars. He immediately has a death benefit of four fifty-seven. Let's go apples to apples. You put your money in the bank account. You put ten thousand in. You die. Your family gets ten thousand. You put your money in this account. You die. Your family gets four hundred fifty-seven. I think I like that deal. You go 10 years down the line, this person put 100. Notice this side is the guaranteed side. It says guaranteed, which means you're guaranteed to get it. This side, you put $100,000 total into your plan. Your money on this account is only using 65% of the 10000 that goes into the cash reserve. So with only 65% of your money going into cash reserve, it's already almost caught up into the 100% that you put into the total plan. So in total, 10 years, this person put in $100,000 into their plan. They got access to $95,000 with an $810,000 death benefit. You don't have to guess legacy. Legacy is already there. If you were to put $100,000 into a bank or $100,000 into an um, investment account, most cases, over 10 years, you would not have $800,000. Um, um, and you will only get access to what you put in plus the interest. So not only does he get to have access to this money while he's living, his family's pretty much guaranteed the legacy. Let me let me show you how it gets greater. On this side is the dividend side. He got $1,500 in the first 10 years in dividends. Dividends is profit shared with the company. So he got $97,000 that he has access to with $816,000 of death benefit. Now notice, that was him saving $10,000 a year for 10 years. After that, he's only going to save $3,000 a year after that. So over 20 years of him putting money into his reserve, he put a total of $133,000 into the policy. He will be guaranteed in his cash reserve to have $159,000. Only using 65% of the full amount that he put into the plan, he would have $26,000 more money than he put in. What bank savings account does that? Plus, his family is guaranteed to get $810,000 when he dies. What savings account gives you both and death, you get eight times more money and you get access to more capital. It gets better later. 
Now, that's not including the dividends. On this side, you got to add the $33,000 of dividend over this 10-year period. This person put $133,000 into the plan. They have, plus the dividends, $198,000 of capital that they have access to. When he dies, his family gets $941,000. Again, please explain to me, where can you put $133,000 in and your family gets guaranteed $941,000 tax-free, plus you get access to $198,000? I'll wait. We're going to go all the way to what they say retirement. Notice he's only putting $3,000 a year into this plan. He's actually, the money's growing tax-free and he has access to the money tax-free if he uses it correctly. At the age of 65, I changed the name and I put test client because I don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't need to go to jail and I ain't trying to use my license. So at the age of 65, when people say to retire, this brother would have put in $199,000 into the total plan. His family, he would have a guaranteed $367,000 plus a death benefit of eight hundred ten. Again, what bank savings account or investment account gives you that? We go over here, he gets $148,000 of dividend. He put $199,000 into the plan. He has $592,000 that he has access to tax-free if he accesses it correctly, like we teach, plus a $1.2 million death benefit that he can pass to his kids, and it gets greater later. 50 years later, only putting $3,300 into the plan, he has he put $233,000 into this plan. He has access to $502,000 guaranteed, double the money, plus $810,000 when he dies. He can use all of this money while he's living, and his family literally will get whatever's left of eight ten and five hundred two. Over here, plus the $247,000 of dividend he got in this 10-year period, he would have his $233,000 would turn into a $970,000 cash reserve, plus his family would get $1.4 million when he dies. So again, let me say that the very best place to put your money, the very plus place to put your money is cash reserve and insurance until you can find better places to invest your money. I'm not saying not get in real estate. I'm not saying not to get in stocks. I'm saying take time to research the markets, but why not get guaranteed legacy, guaranteed cash reserve, guaranteed 4% plus dividends? Why not get the for sure until you know for sure? Why gamble all of your assets? Why gamble it all away? Absolutely, Brian. Any asset protection with this strategy, you're absolutely Brian. It's guaranteed. Your your money is not going. It's not in the stock, so your guarantees are your asset protection. The capital is the asset. It's being protected. You literally turned your dead money, which is a debt. Fiat money is a debt. It's an IOU. You're turning your fiat money into capital that can be capitalized and used for other investments or can be borrowed against to be able to do what you want. Absolutely. I just taught you just using life insurance how to guarantee a legacy and live vicariously, live free. Live free. Live, live vicariously through your answer. Like literally have the best life and have the best of both worlds. And we teach this in our class. I am the lender showing you how to use this strategy to become your own banking system. I showed y'all. I showed y'all how to do it. $3,300 a year is literally 
$275 a month. First 10 years, he busts his butt, capitalized his plan. Then he then he saved $275 a month for the rest of his life. And he was, he, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Absolutely, Brian. There's asset protection. Dante said, yes, Brother Jake. It would, it would be an honor. Uh, we as a people never had, we're taught, uh, what you are teaching now, brother, I believe that us as a community, I believe, I believe in working together. If you guys want to know more about it, I want you to go to, um, a KB appointments, kbappointments.com. I put it in the chat, www.kbappointments, set an appointment. It's a free appointment. You would have a real person, not Jake, (laughs) a real broker, answer the phone, you will have a real broker answer the phone and set you up an appointment to see if this fits what you want to do. We don't just look at the money you have. We look at what exactly are you trying to accomplish and we tailor the plan to you. You can't just go to anybody that does insurance because as you can see, um, there are people who have no idea what they're talking about. Andre, you're absolutely right. We need to own our own. But just like God said to Moses when he was getting his people free, he said, when you leave Egypt, when you leave Egypt, get all of the resources from all of the women in the houses, get all of the money from your neighbors in Egypt, collect everything, give it to your sons and leave. Meaning you utilize what you can while you can, because it takes more than you realize to start insurance companies and keep them credible and keep them going. Um, son, you said you never got the second phone call. Oh, let me call somebody real quick. Hey, one of y'all come here. We got a live person on here who is saying that they did not get a second phone call. Now y'all know. Hey, who was supposed to call son Safford? Yeah, call, let's call out right now. We don't play that. We don't pay that. We don't play that here at ABS. We don't play that. Sean Safford, uh, for us not giving you that second call, I'm going to send you a book on the house. And I'm going to send you $20 in the book for staying patient. Okay? So make sure on the second call, I want you to DM me. Who was supposed to call us? Oh, he said the person that he called that didn't answer the phone. Now, son, now I'm getting on their butt. And you didn't answer the phone. Call him right now. He's about to call you right now. Answer the phone. It's from a Dallas number, son. I'm still going to send you the book, but you lost the $20. Let me tell you all something. We run a clean ship. We run it right. We run with integrity. And the people, people that are not ready for this system that we teach, we put you in class first. Maxine said, I know it wasn't Amir because he called and texted and followed up. <laughs> hey, Amir, you got people having your back. Listen, let me tell you all something. I'm excited that you guys came onto the show. If you got value from the show, I'm going to, I want you to like and share and comment. Like, share, comment. Like, share, comment. And Dante, don't forget to message me. For those of you guys that are interested, go to kbappointments.com. Maxine, you should have called sooner. The $20 is going back in the pocket. We don't, we believe in customer service. That's for sure. Um, and, um, uh, uh, kbappointments.com is in the chat, kbappointments.com. 
and we will have somebody reach out to you. If you do it today, they'll reach out to you immediately and they'll tell you what you need to do next. They probably will tell you to go watch our masterclass or come watch our live masterclass tomorrow. And I want you to go to kbappointments.com first. And then they're going to ask you, have you watched the masterclass? Then they're going to tell you what to do to register for our free masterclass so that we can properly teach you and educate you so that you are an educated person. Because we believe that the truth is good enough and an educated person makes educated decisions 100% of the time. Guys, this is Jake Taylor Jacobs with the Jake Taylor Jacobs Show. Let me tell you something. I love you. and There's absolutely nothing you can do about it.